Welcome out to the Bulls and the Bears. This is Aaron Warby. I'm here with the lovely Tarina Warby. Hello out there. Again, it's been a little while since Tarina's been on with us. A couple of weeks anyway. It has actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry guys. I December's a busy time for a mom of five. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, Anyway, for those of you that are just joining us uh, for the first time, Trina and I are part of Online Trading Academy, the most trusted name in financial education, and celebrating 26 years of service now. Mm -hmm. 26 years. Can you believe that? All right. Well, this is the last installment of this broadcast for this season, and we're going to go out with a bang, kind of. Or at least something now. New it, highs. It's well, and it's it's a little bit hard because you know last week we opened uh, with the tip that because there would be really low volume this week, traders and investors should not look at the price action as a signal to do anything mm-hmm. because there's you know because most of the traders just aren't there and so the the market overall just isn't making up its mind it's a few traders that are mm-hmm. deciding what's going on um so you can't trust it fortunately the market just didn't do anything this week so really not much to ignore or parse it was kind of like meh yeah just kind of hanging out it's there. i mean it was still doing stuff it just wasn't like Super volume. Super. Yeah, yeah, not much. Anyway, so th- the bad news is, is that for traders, um, this market isn't doing much this week, and little movement is bad for trading. Ugh, what makes a chop it really hard. House and Dow Jones. Yep. Well, it was a chop house all over, right? Yeah. So that leaves us free to do the show about uh, you know whatever <laughs> topic we want <laughs> that has nothing to do with the current outlook. Right. Yeah, like if I'm looking at the daily charts right now, it's just like kind of on like doji doji. No, yeah, Yeah. I mean it's kind of like just like a flat line. I mean it's it's up and down, up and down, but it's like hitting just. It was kind of just sideways and just like me going nowhere. (laughs) Going nowhere. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, what what I want to do is introduce a subject that is often maligned by brokers. So topic for this week is options. Oh, I see. I see how you you didn't bring it up with Kelly. What, the options with Kelly? No, we we talked about options. Kelly Kelly loves options, so it's all right. (laughs) He used to be a broker, so I was just trying to tease. And and yeah, he did a lot of options. He's he's very good at what he does, so he's very happy. Yeah, but um, no, we, we, we did the 12 days of trading last week, right? Ooh, fun. And, and options were there. Yeah. Yeah, but we didn't spend any amount of time on any one subject in any one topic. I know, right? Th- this week, I want to spend some time on just one topic because, okay. you know, options are an excellent instrument to use in the right hands. However, in recent years, options have been kind of advertised as too risky, and especially by brokers who, number one, don't know Well, if you're doing options. naked option, you know, calls and puts, well, they are risky. Well, so that's the thing. You know, <laughs> when I talk to, to a lot of the brokers out there, and I'm not saying all brokers, but a lot of the brokers, number one, they have no idea what options really are. Um, and they've never used them before, but they, they're very quick to call them risky. Uh, you know, so now I'm not saying that there's not risk. Mm-hmm. Um, how much risk is involved in a trade often says more about the trader than it does the instrument being traded, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, you know, except penny stocks. I don't care who's trading penny stocks. Those are risky. 
Yeah, yeah, they are. I mean, you know, there's low volume. <laughs> there's can, little that could be done. I got into one. I was I like, well, I should have <laughs> done that. <laughs> anyway, so. You know, there's little that can be done to modify the risk there because there's just too many gaps. Uh, so while I'm not saying that there isn't risk, I am saying that it's ridiculous to make a blanket statement that options are risky. Right. All right. So to prove my point, I am going to use just two examples of options. Okay. Okay. So first of all, I, I would like to ask the question, in your regular life, what is one of the most commonly used instruments as a means to decrease financial risk? Insurance. Yeah, insurance, right? Okay. So options, if you look at them the way that they were built and, and the reason for them being built, options are nothing more than, than uh, insurance on stocks. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're being insured the right to buy or insured the right to sell, or you're insuring somebody the right to buy or the right to sell at a certain place. We call it the strike price, right? Um, and so they're, they're, you're being insured, and insurance is generally not considered risky, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so, you know, the thing is that the, the thing is that options were built w- when were built and when properly used. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm really You're really struggling, struggling here. for the words here. Yeah. When properly used are nothing more or less than insurance on stocks. So how can buying insurance be considered all that risky, right? Yeah. Um, for example, last week I saw that ExxonMobil was near a six-month low. And at the same time, I saw that uh, that crude oil inventories were decreasing. Now, this is usually a signal that crude prices would start to creep up. Mm-hmm. All right. And they have Law a little bit. Right. Um, and in the past, when crude prices rise, so does ExxonMobil. Mm-hmm. So, however, ExxonMobil was still showing a downward trend in the charts. So now, if I want to get into that trade, I've got a choice, right? Mm-hmm. I can either buy ExxonMobil outright. Right. At a, at, you know, at a, and the price at the time I think was $96 and 16 cents, mm-hmm. right? So I could buy it at that price and hope that it doesn't go down too mm-hmm. much further. Or I could simply buy the right to buy, to buy it. it at a price that you would like to get it at. Right. And so, you know, that's what I did. I went ahead and, and uh, bought at a st- strike price of $95. All right. This, you know, I showed this was in class. And so you should know that this was a simulated purchase. All right. Um, But we as a class looked at it, decided that we wanted to, uh, we wanted to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And and this was again, last, last week. No, it was the week before. I'm sorry. It was the week before last, not, not the week of. Okay. Christmas. Anyway, the week before last. It was in the last two, three weeks. There you go. Yeah. In the last 10 days. And um, so, you know, we, we decided to buy the call instead. Now, why did we decide to buy the call instead of buying the stock outright? All right. Well, if I wanted to buy, let's say, 100 shares of ExxonMobil at $96.16, then it would have cost me, right? I would have had to come up with $9,616. Mm-hmm. And they would be held. Well, yeah, now I've got the stock, right? Mm-hmm. But let's say that it continues its downward trajectory mm-hmm. and it gets down to $95, which is where I, I just cut, right? Yes. All right. Well, now I'm selling it at $9,500 and I just lost 116 bucks. Hmm. I know, right? Or 
I could buy uh, buy the right to buy it um, at uh, what was it nine hundred and sixty eight dollars, and if it got to ninety five dollars, then I sell out at um, at you know nine hundred and fifty dollars, and I've lost eighteen bucks, but that was my risk yeah. eighteen dollars. Right. All right. If it goes up. Like I think it was, like I thought it was going to, and it did. All right, by the end of the week, it had recovered to a hundred and three dollars. Yeah, something like Right, hundred and three dollars. Then you could just change. say, "Hey, that's my stock." That's and right. Take it. And now I call it, can... and I've, I've got you know, I can buy it at ninety-five, and I immediately sell it at hundred and three, or I can hold it and wait for it to go up because I think it's going to go more. to one twenty. So yeah. I think I'll continue to hold it. Yeah. Right. Um, now. By the end of the week, all right, had I held the stock, bought the stock, I would have been up like seven, I think seven and a half percent. Yeah. All right. By buying the the call, though, the oh. call price had gone up with the stock price, and I was already up 17% on the same exact trans, transaction. Only it had only cost me uh, $968 to get into the exact same trade with the rights to the exact number of shares. And right. you would have eventually bought it and you'd have that 9,000, whatever the total. Uh, I could have, or I could or have just sold, sold the, call the call price out. Or you right? could have just sold the call price out to somebody right. else who's like, yeah, give that to me. I, want, I expect it to go up. Yeah. So a so. good trade on either, on either side could have bought the stock and made seven and a half percent or, you know, we opted for the call because there was only $18 of risk yeah. instead of $116 of risk. Right. Um, so now the question, <clears throat> all right, which one was more risky? Um, buying the stock or buying the call? The stock. I would say under those circumstances, all things being equal, buying the stock was more risky. All right. And less profitable when it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. All right. So... Uh, so altogether, I'm thinking that, um, that with that example, I would, I would say that, I'd, I'd say that, that maybe there's something to the options. To the options world. Right. And especially the thought that when I'm buying calls, it might not be as risky. It might not. All right. Now, selling as calls. As long as you know what you're doing. Selling calls, you don't. different story. All right. We'll talk about that in a minute. But now let's do another example, mm-hmm. all right? And this is, is, is an example. When new students come in, I love showing, uh, you know, showing them different strategies uh, that work and in what circumstances these strategies would work best. However, before I show them any of these strategies, I have to legally, all right, uh, warn them <clears throat> that trading involves risk and that there is a chance that the trade might not result in profit, all right? That's right, it- yeah. Well, yeah. everybody should know that. When everybody should know that. Now, that's true on everything that I show except one strategy. All right. One strategy that is exempted from that is called covered, covered calls. calls. It's covered an option trades. strategy. Mm-hmm. All right. And the government has even admitted, and so, and so that's why I can legally uh, say this, even the government has admitted that there's really no way to lose. There's zero risk in covered calls. Zero. Okay. And so I'm going to go through what a covered call is and the circumstances in which you would use a, a covered call, and then we'll see if there's any risk at all. All right? So to use a covered call, you would have to own the stock that you're now going to going to sell a mm-hmm. call against, right? You're selling somebody the right to buy it from you at a certain price. Mm-hmm. All right. You bought it at a lower price than it is currently. Mm-hmm. And you are now 
that it's already up in value. Mm -hmm. You're going to sell somebody the right to buy it from you at an even higher price than Mm -hmm. it currently is. Mm -hmm. Okay. So once you do that, once you put that offer out there, there's really only three scenarios that, that could happen, right? Number one, let's say that somebody buys your covered call and immediately the strike price is then transferred, right? You, you make an agreement. They agree to buy it if it hits this price. You agree to sell it if it's this price. That money, that agreement money, the strike price is transferred it now into your account. Okay. You're already profitable. Mm-hmm. All right. If it goes up and hits that price mm-hmm. and it's called away from you, mm-hmm. meaning that you have to sell, well, then did you not sell it for a higher price than you bought it? Mm-hmm. All right, so you made profit on the call and you make profit on the sale, Uh right? Uh Okay, Um, so no risk there. All right, now let's go with another scenario. Okay. You sell the covered call Uh and and once it's sold, it's picked up, you get the strike price in your account, right? You're already profitable, yes? Okay, now let's say that the stock price declines and it stays declined through the period of, uh, um, you know, of this call. Okay. All right. Now, did you make profit? Well, on the covered call you have. And no matter what happens to that stock from that point forward, you've already made profit. So if if it doesn't reach the price, the strike price, and you don't sell the stock at mm-hmm. that price, okay, then you keep your shares and you got... You get your rent. Yeah, you, you get the insurance or money, the right? the insurance money. You, you got, got the, the covered premium. call money. Yeah. You got the premium. So... so there again, on the call itself, there is zero risk. Mm-hmm. All right, now a third thing could happen. Let's say that you put the covered call out there, all right, and nobody buys it. Mm-hmm. You put it up at a high price somewhere that um, was a little bit on the edge maybe. The price declined immediately and nobody bought it. Right. All right. You, nobody picked it up. You didn't lose your stock. So you never actually sold it. You keep your stock and... And you didn't lose any money on the covered call, right? And those right. are really the only three things that could happen. Mm-hmm. It's either bought or it's not bought. But either way, you're assuring yourself some profit if it's bought and you have lost nothing by putting it out there if it's not. Right. And so that's the only way, this is the only thing that that can be uh, taught in any of my courses that I can say there's zero risk. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, now, that doesn't mean that there's zero risk in selling calls. All right, because there's two types of sales for calls. There is the covered call, and that's what we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. And then there's the naked call. Okay, there's naked calls and naked puts. Could you tell I was like, "Mm, I'm not a fan of that. Okay, yeah. So anytime we're we're talking, anytime, you know, naked is a word that should get everybody's attention. Um, And I want you to think about it this way, all right? When we're talking about naked calls, we're talking about unprotected calls and puts. And what that means is, is that if you went, let's just say you went for a little stroll in the woods naked, mm-hmm. that might seem like a lot of fun until some of those uh, nature things like weeds and, and, and you know, branches and burrs, you know, start hitting the nether regions. And all of a sudden you find out that <clears throat> that might not be as fun as you thought, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, oh, I don't think it'd be fun walking in the woods naked. <laughs> well, you know, a little Adam and Eve story there. I don't know. Freedom. What's, <laughs> woo-hoo. Um, as long but, as there's no birds or anything like that <laughs> or like scorpions, you know, might be okay. Well, yeah, Good. I don't know. I've done a lot of time in the woods 
you know. Naked? Uh, not naked, but a lot of time <laughs> in the woods. In, in fact, you know, so for those of you that don't know, I, I did some time in the United States Marine Corps. And we did a lot of our training out in the woods, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I remember a couple of times I would be, you know, we would be patrolling and all of a sudden we'd have contact, which means the enemy starts shooting at you. Yeah. And immediately you dive down. Doesn't matter what's there. You dive down. Right. Right. Uh, so two two times really stand out to me. The first time I dove down and we were newly married at the time. Oh, I felt so bad. Yep. And I dove down and I started, I started uh, you know, firing, but... But I knew as soon as I landed that something was wrong. I didn't feel bad about marrying him. I felt bad about what happened when he dove down. <laughs> I was well, thank you for that clarification. We got married yes. and I felt so bad. No, it was a great day. No, but you dove down and I you ended down, up in I landed in a cactus. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to be pulling it out. from. Yeah, my clothes forever. didn't even protect me from that. Well, no, because it's but, a cactus. <laughs> but maybe it protected me a little bit. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. even know. But I remember you were like, ugh. Yeah. And yeah. I had to get out my Kelly clamps and pull them out. And I was like, oh, okay. My hemostats, whatever you want to call them. Anyways, I was pulling them out and I was like, oh, you poor guy. That's right. That's that's why you should marry a nurse, right? Yeah. Anyway, um, so, you know, I, I can only imagine being in the same situation, but not having any protection at all. Yeah. That would be bad. It would be bad. That would be bad. All right. The second time I, that really stood out, again, we were patrolling, got contact, dove down. And as I'm, as I'm waiting there, because I was in a pretty covered position and now, you know, after you, uh, after you take the first assault, then you, you get to wait for a little while until, until they, uh, everybody comes to get you. Yeah. They all clear and everything. Right. So I'm sitting there in my little protected position and I'm looking around and all of a sudden I see that I have landed under, I don't know, a leaf and all of these ticks are dropping down and (gasps) crawling towards me. Oh. Yeah. And now I checked myself for ticks after this movement, but do you know what protected me? Your clothes? Yeah. Long sleeves. Yeah. Long sleeves, long pants, everything was tucked in. I think you even had in. me check you in places you Well, I did looked. because we were, yeah. we were in the Northeast and that's Lyme disease territory, no, we're, right? We are in the Mid-Atlantic area. Virginia is the Mid-Atlantic. All right. Wherever. <laughs> It was somewhere in North America on the East Coast, Virginia area. Virginia, and, yeah. and that's that's Lyme disease territory right there. It it absolutely is. And so I didn't oh, want heaven. <laughs> All right, didn't want any of that. All right, so the naked call and the naked put are kind of the same way, right? Um, when you are there, you have zero protection. You're not cash secured um, in most instances, at least not to the full degree. Um, and so, you know, a lot of things could happen. So in the case of the put, if you're, if you're, if you've got a naked put going on, not a cash secured put, mm-hmm. all right, what a naked put is, is when a cash, when you have a cash secured put, you're actually planning to buy it, mm-hmm. right? You're saying, all right, if it reaches this low point, that's where I want to buy it anyway, I'll go ahead and buy it from you. And, uh, for me covering you in this instant, guaranteeing you a, a sale, you're going to pay me a premium. Mm-hmm. And then you get the premium and the stock at the price that you wanted. Well, that's usually a pretty good deal for those that know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. If they have an understanding of where the turning point up back, you know, is supposed to be. Yeah. All right. And that's a cash secured put. But when you've got a naked put, then what you're doing is agreeing to buy something from somebody and you have, 
you know, you, have no you don't have the cash, which means that this stock, your risk is everything from where the price of the stock is all the way to zero. Yep. That's what your risk is. All right. And that's, that's a little bit scary. Yeah. But the naked call is even worse. Well, there's a hedge fund place that <clears> got <throat> totally ripped apart by doing naked calls and naked puts. Yeah. Were they doing naked calls on, on GameStop? No. It was like years ago. Oh, but it was I years can't ago. remember what it was. It All right. Was so, in the case where you're doing naked calls, you're agreeing to sell something to somebody, right? Sell them a stock at a certain price. And your, uh, you know, your, uh, your risk is anything from the price that you agree upon, that strike price that you agreed upon, to infinity because the yeah. stock can. Yeah. Keep going up. Yeah. And so in the case of something like a short squeeze where we've got a game stop type, uh, you know, thing that happens. Well, yeah, they, they agreed at the stock price maybe of, of uh, $19, which is where it was before it hit $480. I don't think it went up that high. GameStop? It yeah, went, up, yeah, it went, it went way up, up like there. Yeah, it went up to $290. Okay. Now look at that wick. Well, I don't that, care. I think that wick was way up there. I mean, I care, but like, anyway, like, ah, it doesn't matter. We're yeah, so three yet. or four hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, now you have to actually buy it and give it to them at that price, right? So you were thinking nineteen dollars, and the worst that could happen is maybe twenty, twenty-two dollars. But no, it went up to three hundred fifty, four hundred dollars, and that is the worst case scenario because that will, you know. Uh, that is going to really hurt you. <laughs> oh, I th- well, gosh, it said it went up to $81. Well, yeah, but that was yeah, do 81 times four because they did a reverse split on that. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, oh, they, or they, I'm sorry, not a reverse split. They did a split, split four times it. split. So it was 80 times four. So yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, 420, I think. Those guys, man. Yeah. Those poor guys. 420, 430, something like that. How much did you lose? A million dollars. How much did you lose today? Million dollars. Was it a million? I thought it was a billion. You're Maybe quoting a, a movie, right? I am. I, I quote movies terribly. Yeah. I was just watching <laughs> this interview with uh, these two actors, and they're like, "Yeah, people misquote movies all the time." And and they say, "Well, do you do?" You, one of the actresses said, "Well, do you correct him?" She goes, "No, because." This other actor said, "No, because you know, at least they're remembering the movie, and even if they misquote it, it's fine." I just, I just laugh about it. And the other one goes, "I used to correct them. Now I don't. Now I just say, yeah, it's a great. It was a, it was great, a great line. line. Yeah. In fact, your line was better than mine. Yeah. No, yeah. she doesn't say that. But that would have been funny, anyways. And so I think, yeah, I, it's a great line, anyways. But yeah, so um, so yeah. Anyway, the point is, is that the the risky part about options usually comes in trading. You know, naked. mostly the naked stuff, the naked calls, the naked puts. That is risky. Um, and in the case that you are the insurer and you're naked, you know, you don't have the stock where the cash to cover it, that can be very risky. Very but risky. with most of the options, mm-hmm. not so much. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, you know, um, Warren Buffett, I think, said it best. He said, let me see, I've got the quote here somewhere. He said, okay. He said, um, Warren Buffett, uh, who knows a thing or two about trading and investing, said, risk comes from not knowing what you're doing. (laughs) Risk comes from not knowing what you're doing. So if you don't know what you're doing with options, then guess what? It's risky. Mm -hmm. Okay? If you know what you're doing with options, it's insurance. Mm -hmm. And if you know how to use insurance, then not as much risk. 
Mm-hmm. In fact, you use insurance to decrease your risk mm-hmm. most of the time. All right. And so, um, you know, I, it's been much maligned, but I think that it's something that, and especially the covered calls, I think mm-hmm. it's something that every investor out there should know um, how to use. Mm-hmm. That's my personal opinion. Okay. So uh, for all of you that want to decrease your risk, and this is, we're coming into the new year here. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. I keep going. So on happy that. new year. Happy new year. And it's a time to uh, to set your um, your goals for the next year, right? Mm-hmm. And I think one of your goals should be decreasing your risk in financial, uh, you know, in, in finances. So trading and investing, decreasing your risk. How would you do that? Well, according to Warren Buffett, you'd get to know what you're doing. And it turns out that we teach classes about that, okay? Oh, and by the way, I should say, for all of you uh, current students out there that are listening... If you listen to this on Saturday, the mm-hmm. uh, which will be uh, December 30th, mm-hmm. you've got just one day left to um, take advantage of the BOGO. Yeah. That holiday Buy special. Buy one, get one free class. That's right. So um, if you were planning on doing that, remember that Saturday is the deadline. All right. We've got to have it in before then. All right. For everybody else uh, that is just learning how to trade or invest or wants to learn how to trade or invest, <clears throat> you should come to one of our three it's a free class, three hours trading and investing workshop. All right. It's in fact, it's so good that we call it the power trading and investing workshop. <laughs> um, and it, you know, in the class, we talk about all kinds of things. We do talk about options. We talk about stocks. We talk about uh, futures. We talk about Forex, mm-hmm. the trading aspects of it, the investing side of it. Mm-hmm. We go through it all. All right. Um, we even show you the bracketing system and how the how the professionals uh, trade. So, if this is what you want to do, if this is on your list of goals, please come into one of our classes. All right. Um, if you are in the Phoenix area, you can come in in person, in person class. All right. If you're not in the Phoenix area, then we do have the online classes. In either case, to find the session, you would go to www.tradingacademy.com. That's www.tradingacademy.com, and you'll find the classes there. Hope you've enjoyed today. Hope to see you, or, well, see you, I don't know, let you hear from us. Some of our future classes. Next year, all right, in 2024, so tune in again. And, uh, yeah, we do hope to see you. If you're in the Phoenix area, please come on in. I'd love to see you. Tell us that you listen to us on the podcast. And we we might even give you a special deal. So again, www.tradingacademy.com. Register for the class and we will talk to you next week.